podcast. Today I wanted to talk about having a long-term plan with your clients, why it's important, how to go about doing it. So to start out, I work at a baseball facility and there's one thing I notice, a common theme is giving quick hitting lessons for 20 bucks, 30 bucks a pop. Sometimes lessons will be more 60, 70, 80 bucks. And I understand the ease to make money. It's alluring. It's very, it, it, it certainly is a draw especially if you're a coach who, whose heart may not be in it, but if you could take some BS lessons and flip to a kid for an hour and get 30 bucks for it, you know why wouldn't you make that money? I certainly understand the arguments for one-time lessons, maybe once-a-week lessons, stuff like that. But one thing I want to try to address, a common theme I want to talk about is growth not only for the players, but growth as a coach as well. I feel like your player's growth is very limited if you are not in it for the long haul, if you don't have a long-term plan for the athlete, and you as a coach, you're only going to get so far. If your desire is only to make a quick buck, you're not going to get very good at coaching. You're not going to become knowledgeable. The desire to learn will never be there. And I do think it's it's a slap in the face to the coaches who really do have their hearts in it and really are knowledgeable and and and, and have love for what they do. So as a strength and conditioning coach, it's a little bit easier to have a long-term plan uh, for your athletes in many cases. Obviously, you have a kid who starts off with you as a freshman in high school. Uh, that kid you know, needs to learn to squat, deadlift, press, all those things. And they start to make great improvements. And you, 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 you uh, create a trusting relationship between you and the athlete where you know that they're going to give their best effort every time they show up in the weight room. And they know that if they give their best effort, the plan that you are setting out for them is going to make them a better athlete. That's priceless. That's what I live for. And I feel like as a coach, having that trust from your athletes that they know that your knowledge is that valuable, that they're going to keep coming back and giving great effort to you, um, it's really a great feeling. It's very gratifying. Uh, but in order to go about doing that as a strength coach, you have to have a long-term plan. So obviously, the beginners, you have the beginner plan, the you know the newbie plan. You learn to squat, you learn to bench, you learn to deadlift, you learn how to go through shoulder care routines, and basically, you're learning everything there is to learn in the weight room, and you're hammering away at perfect reps. You make perfect rep after perfect rep. You complete perfect workout after perfect workout. You accumulate a ton of perfect workouts over the course of a year. And over that time, I guarantee you'll be a better athlete for it. Um, that's that's step one of the long-term plan. And then, of course, step two, they go and have their season. Maybe they get an injury. Maybe they, they go through healthy. Whatever happens, 
you have to take the information that that athlete has for you after their season or throughout their season and then take it into the off season. You take all that information and you try and give them a better strength and conditioning program for the following off season. They get stronger, they get faster. You have more uh, methods implemented for them to get faster over the course of that off season. You start to track their numbers and make sure that they're hitting their goals. Um, and that's probably the best way to go about long-term strength and conditioning plan is make sure you have a plan of what numbers and what goals they should be trying to hit in the weight room and what measurables you can test them on and make sure that they try to hit those member those measurables over the course of their off season. Uh, for me as a strength coach with baseball players, this is pretty easy. The radar gun and the stopwatch are going to tell you everything you need to know about the, the training you're doing in the weight room. If your velocity is not increasing, I'm willing to bet that you're screwing up something in your training. Um, if you're especially bat exit velocity, if your bat exit speed is not going up over the course of an off season, you've really missed the boat on something, whether it's power training, strength training, a more baseball specific training with mechanics, whatever it may be, um, I do think that you're missing out on something. If you're not training baseball players, find measurables, find ways that you know they can improve and uh, map out your training accordingly so that they hit those measurables. When it comes to more baseball specific approach, I highly recommend use of the radar gun. Obviously, you have to throw and swing at very high velocities if you want to play at the next level. Um, and and uh, you know whether that's varsity level high school, college or pro, Velocities across the board are faster than ever before. Um, and if you want to make sure that they are progressing with their mechanics rather than simply telling them, oh yeah, your swing looked really good today, man. You really hit some balls hard. Rather than saying that, show them. Take video, save the video, and go, go over it in depth. Compare them to other swings, other throwers and try to find what they're doing well, what they're struggling with, and how they can go about getting better in the future. Next tip I have is try to come up with a three or four year plan for your athlete. I know not a lot of kids are going to know exactly where they're gonna be in four years. Not every kid has that type of drive and intensity and desire to really play this game for a long time or whatever. Some kids don't want to play baseball for a long time. I get it. But regardless, if they're in your care, at the very least, you should have a long-term plan written up for them so that whatever they decide to do, if they are asking for your services in two or three years, you would have had it mapped out for them. So whatever they're paying you for today is not just for today, but it's an investment for their future as an athlete. If they're simply going in and, and asking for, hey, can I just take some swings today? 
or, or whatever, I would still recommend coming up with a two, three week, maybe even a month long plan. Something long term. Something that if they are to come back to you and ask for your care and services, you're going to be there for them and, and have a full on plan for them rather than just coming up with nonsense on the fly. That's not going to lead to long, uh, that's not going to lead to very good training in the long term. Um, it's going to lead to a lot of, well, um, let's just do this today. Um, oh, well, maybe we could do this today. No, that's nonsense. That's BS training. If you want the athlete to improve, they have to understand that improvements don't come from one training session. They don't come from two training sessions. They don't come from a week of training. They come about from months and years of proper training. A lot of hard work goes into it. And and I think if you show them that first, if you show them that you are in it for the long haul, they may begin to understand that. And once they can fathom that concept that this is a this is a plan that is not going to uh, be done in at the end of the season. It's not going to be done until the end of your baseball career or whatever sport you're playing. Once they realize that, I think that you will have better success and that your athletes are going to be coming back to you long term. Now, there is a risk in this. The risk is if you aren't helping that athlete produce results, which I've been a part of. I've been a part of trying to come up with a long-term plan for an athlete where it just doesn't work out. For whatever reason, the athlete didn't work or maybe the training didn't work or maybe he got hurt. Something happens where the, the, the athlete just did not reach their goals Whatever the case may be, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to make sure that you learn. And that cycles back to what I was saying before. If you are not helping the athlete produce results, you are failing somewhere as a strength coach. Obviously, they're failing somewhere as an athlete too, but you're the one with the plan. If they're following what you're saying and the velocity or the speed is not increasing, then you have to take a look at what you're doing understand what you're doing sucks, and then learn how to improve. To me, that's the best way to go about coaching. You give it your best effort, you you come up with the best plan that you can, and when it doesn't work, you're allowed to say to yourself, I sucked in this and I didn't do this right, I am going to improve, therefore I'm a better coach because of it. And that's my ultimate plan. I don't want to be the best strength and conditioning coach in the world today. I want to be it eventually. And I know it's going to take a lot of failures and a lot of hard work and a lot of long-term planning in order to do that. And I want to make sure that I apply those same concepts to the athletes I work with.